We've got a code. Use code VOLLEYPOD for 20% off almost anything on the Art of Coaching Volleyball website, including premium memberships, coaching resources, and nearly all books. That's VOLLEYPOD, V-O-L-L-E-Y-P-O-D. Use it to save anytime you're on the site. Are you ready to take your volleyball game to the next level? Every week on the VolleyPod, we talk to two top coaches who share their secrets for success on the court. From drills to build skills to strategies for boosting confidence, you won't want to miss this valuable advice. Tune in now and elevate your game today. Good morning and welcome to the VolleyPod. How are you today, Todd? I am doing well, Davis. It's a uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood oh, man, and really you can't, is. can't beat it. Sun's out in Mission Beach and oh, uh, we have a, a Saturday with no practice. I have a, a day off from practice and it's kind of nice, kind of oh, relaxing. How about now? I, you guys had a scrimmage already. We're already into it. We've got like two practices and one scrimmage. There you go. You like to play. <laughs> yeah, we're going to play. But right. you know, How it was, was the scrimmage? It was so fun. It was interesting because there was literally 10 refs on our court it was one of those ref training <laughs> ones and so they were all signaling at the same time yeah. it was so funny but um it actually was a really cool way to check out your team because it was a low stakes kind of thing yep. you know friendly kind of thing you could rotate your lineups a bunch but there was a bunch of play that was pretty much uninterrupted you didn't call timeouts or anything and i just was i thought it was a really cool thing i think a lot of times i just want to jump in and change everything yep but by seeing them play early on i'm kind of like okay i don't really need to work on this that's pretty good i do need to work on this and you know the, i thought it was a great way to start off the season yep and it gets you out of there where you can't jump in like yes like you said it's yeah. a, that's, that's a good way to look at it i like the, those two we're doing one next week so uh We'll see how we do. And it's and it's always funny to me seeing the new refs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love them. They're trying so hard. Oh. And it's a, it's just a learning process for them as well. And I did literally tell my team, team, be cool. It's a scrimmage. <laughs> like, relax, relax. Yeah. They're going to get it. You know, and uh, but I think all that stuff is really good for them. It was super fun. Cool. All right. So, well, I think I'm getting started today yep. with the uh, skills, the coaching skill. Uh, you know, I like creative titles. We're going to call this Coaching Language 2.0, Phrases I've Dumped and Their Replacements. <laughs> I like this topic. This is awesome. So the first one, and this, you know, I I want to preface this with, you know, I walk around, especially, at, you know, when I'm at Coast and doing my job there, uh, working with coaches, and I hear a bunch of coaches. And, you know, what distinguishes this master coach Someone like you and Tina, Pat, Lewis, those guys we have at Coast have been coaching a long time. We think are kind of our master coaches from the college kids that come in in the first year. Um, a lot of them can be enthusiastic and great, and they know about playing volleyball because they've played. But I think one thing that distinguishes those two groups are the use of language. Uh, great and so uh, that evolution in the the language choices we make. I want to talk about a couple of those. So the first one I hear a lot is that I've dumped that I used to use and I know I try never to use is you guys don't. Uh, just this you guys, <laughs> this you guys describing your team as you guys uh, and then you guys don't. I like it. So I see what you're saying. let's say you guys don't cover. Right. You guys aren't transitioning. You guys aren't doing this. You don't do this. Such a good point. Okay. And I, yes. I get out of that. And so right. instead, I'm in this, I'm in this let's see mode. 
Let's see if we can cover a little better yeah, and like look that. like this. Look I've like this that. player. Let's see if we can transition like this. Yes. I and like that. this is it. So it goes back into what you said, I think, last week about, hey, we want to be teaching. Right. And rather than just describing something, hey, this isn't happening. Right. Let's teach. Let's see if we can and let's make sure we're identifying those specific behaviors. I like that. That's a really, that's really number good one. one. That's, so that's cool. a big one for yeah, me. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we talked about this one before uh, this idea of we got to work harder or work harder. You know, and, uh, wait a minute. We're, what, what's work harder mean? What are we, what are we doing here? Uh, I'm getting back to this let's, this let us. Let's identify what playing with passion looks like. Yeah, can we do that? And then can we catch them doing those things? Right. So let's identify this and then let's catch them doing. And we're going to try to catch you doing those things. I like that. So That's awesome. uh, this idea of rather than just command, work harder. Right. Right. So ambiguous. Uh, yes. The third one you'll love because we have parents yelling this one too. Communicate. <laughs> communicate. <laughs> we got to communicate. Uh, absolutely. You know, this, this idea of kind of we got to too. Right. We got to communicate. Right. We right. got to. And I'm trying to get out of we gotta. Uh, so communicate. Uh, this is a little wordy here. Let's see if every player can call the ball and move to or away from it before the serve crosses the net. I like it. So it's long, long, a little wordy rather than we gotta communicate or something, but it gives specifics. Right. And it gives everyone is has a responsibility, not just the passer. Everybody's gotta move to or away from it and make a call. Absolutely. And we have, hey, if you're not calling mine, you're calling the person's name who's taking it. I, I like that. And I, could I just add quickly, yep. you know, obviously we don't want our players to be frustrated. We want them to be encouraged. If they don't know what, a lot of times they are really, really trying. If they don't know what to do, they get, they get frustrated. So communicate, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't know what to do, you know, so then they get frustrated. I like the fact that they, they can have something tangible to look at. And that's being specific. It's a great one. Let's go. How about this this commanding again, right? Like Judy transition in the middle. I've been, you know, guilty of that in the middle of rallies, you know, the middle lands and just hanging out there and the setter picking up the middle to throw them out of the way in order to set. And, you know, it's like Judy transition. I'm just like giving these commands in the middle of play. And rather than stopping and going, hey, let's see if every player can oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let's watch how fast Mary is in transition. So yeah, we kind of replay our best kid. And then we ask Judy, Judy, can you do this? Can you copy Mary? Is that within what you can do? I like and that. then I'm asking questions there. And then if she does it, then I'm all, Mary, Judy's in your club. She's in the transition club. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's cool. Really then we celebrate it rather than just kind of jumping on kids to do it's it. It's empowering to both parties. Yep. I love it. Yep. Uh, this one doesn't sound that bad, right? Like, hey, you know, in your match play, don't forget to cover. And I would say that a lot, right? right? Don't right. forget to cover. Right. Still frame negatively. Absolutely. Right. Rather than who is going to make the match saving cover play? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So yes. asking that question. So leaving that with them. And so. it, it, I love this perspective switch on that. You're, you go from being either the, 
the one who fails, right? Don't forget to, oh, I forgot, yeah, you know, I forgot, right. to the hero, right? Right. And I love that idea. That's encouraging, right? That's what we want our players to be. That it's idea so cool. of, it's just simple framing though. But exactly. how many years did I say, don't forget? Oh my goodness. Come? I yeah. just literally said that all the time yeah. last, yesterday. Okay. How about some, uh, how about some skill stuff? Um, the Superman for setters. Okay. And right. I, I'm not a Superman guy anymore because I'm into, I want a flat handprint when we're done. So if you're done, can you like put the, your flat handprint up okay. like there's a wall there? And I don't want a thumbprint. I don't want a little side of thumbprint. I want a full handprint. Okay. Okay. Like okay. there's ink on your hands. Can they all be the same, including like our thumbs? Okay. Okay. Very cool. Some people aren't into, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always saying, hey, am I being too sticky with this technique? Should I give players more latitude? But I'm training a new setter, Davis. Mm, we okay. had a big, I, I didn't tell you that story, but I'll, I'll give you that one another time. Okay. But uh, we're training a kid who's never set, making him uh -oh. a varsity setter and putting him right next to a senior great setter wow. and saying, hey, look at her and do it. How about that for coaching? <laughs> hey, well, that's nice though. That's a nice way to coach, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, passing, I hear, uh, you know, I used to say when I started coaching this idea of lifting the ball, hey, lift the ball to target. Right. Right. Lift right. the ball to target. I'm not a lifted target guy anymore. I'm all, hey, I'm a let's uh, hey, there's a book on your head. <laughs> you have to say level. I see. Okay. okay. I don't want you lifting. I don't want that book going up and down. Can that book stay level? And can we use the motion with our arms, not our body? Because if our head is moving, then our eyes are moving. And if the ball's floating and our eyes are going up and down, we think it's tougher to have the ball in our sweet spot. I like that. That's a so, good hey, one. Book sure. on your head. On your head. Book on sure. your head. Uh, next one. Uh, I, this is the one I'm probably the most passionate about as far as teaching. And every time I, I hear coaches, I almost want to go in and tell their teams, wait a minute, don't listen to your coach. <laughs> your coach said reach and snap. Don't do it. Oh, don't no. do it. Don't reach and snap. I know. And so uh, what are we doing instead of reach and snap? A uh, little outcome goal. Hey, we want the ball to have shape and spin. Right. Okay. okay. So it's shaping like this rainbow shape. And it has a bunch of spin. Now, how do you do that? You know, we say, hey, we're going to throw our hand up into the bottom of the ball and shave the back of it. Yes. And so those are some terms that I'm using now to describe this, this top spin. Yes. Uh, okay. I, uh, we've been saying a similar thing, but like make a rainbow. Make a rainbow. Okay. So they're making a rainbow with the tip of their fingers. Trying okay. To go up and then over. Up. Okay. Yeah. So that's been, but I like it. The outcome goal allows there to be um, variety in what they do and still have the, the form work towards that, that technique. I really like that. That's super cool. Yeah. So uh, serving. Okay. How about toss? I got rid of toss and now I'm all lift or place. Uh, I want to ball yes. lifted to serve or placed there to serve. It's not a toss. I, like that. I need to do that one. Yeah. Uh, blocking, press over the net. Okay. I'm not a press over the net guy at okay. all. Okay. I'm a slide over, this is a Peter Rogel. Uh, slide over, slide back. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not a jump, press, pull back, come down. I like it. I want, hey, I want your hands over the net for as long as possible. We're gonna slide them over and then we're gonna slide them back. Okay, I like okay. that. Because we want them over for as long as possible. And sliding is the best way to do that. Right, so we use the term scrape. Okay. And actually, we'll literally have them barely touch the net on their way up to feel it, and then barely touch the net on the way Okay, back. good. So, nice external uh, cue there. Hey, you got to feel the net so yes. you know. Okay. So, cool. 
I like that. And then finally, I'm going to use an example from serving, but it can be really with all the skills uh, with serving. I would say, hey, we have to have a good toss, right? Good toss to hit it. And I'm all, hey, we're going to lift in front, but we're going to be adaptable. If it's not there, you have to do something else to hit the ball in. And that's not going to be a, a reason to make a serving error. Can we uh, be adaptable in everything we do? And just because our technique is bad, it doesn't give us an excuse to have, hey, I was under the ball. Okay, you're under the ball. You have to have a remedy when you're under the ball right. to hit it high to the middle of the court, not to make an error. Ever. Okay, that. it's not, yes. oh, you know. The toss it, made me do that. Yeah, it, right, <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. good hitters learn to hit when they're under the ball. Right. Good hitters learn to hit when the set's too low. Well, and and, and didn't you say the uh, the coach from uh, Pitt was doing stuff with like intentionally we're, tossing? No, we're doing it. Yeah, and we're doing it right doing now. Yeah. We're doing it as part of our. Uh, so we're kind of alternating some of our technique serving warm up, and one of the days we're doing the differential learning. So we we have uh, we start with. Toss too, toss too far in front, uh, toss it behind, toss it perfectly, the Goldilocks. Uh, okay. okay, toss yes. it too far left, toss it too far right, toss it perfectly. Yeah. And then we have toss it too high, toss it too low, toss it perfectly. And then after lift it too high, lift it too low, lift it perfectly. And then finally, at the end, they're doing perfectly. I love it. Joe Trinzi. Joe Trinzi. Working on you. He's working on you. I love it, it, though. That's so cool. All right. Well, that is our, that is some of the language changes that I'm working on. All, uh, it's a work in progress, obviously. I hear stuff coming out of my mouth all the time and go, ooh, that was bad. (laughs) Language has power. Language has power. Well, I think you talked about, uh, you were talking about culture last week, and I think it's a big part of, uh, creating culture is the words that come out of our mouths as coaches. I love it. Great point. What do you have? What do so you have? I am on the scenario. scenario. I'm on the scenario, and uh, the scenario is going to be improving your server's tactical awareness. Okay? Ooh. And uh, one of the things that I find is that, in general, many, many servers just do the same thing every single time. Yep. Right? And can we not do that? Can we be different and better because we're using tactics, right? And so I'm going to talk about some of the tactics and I kind of feel like I'm giving away some of my secrets <laughs> because I do still want to win and these things help me win. But you know what? I'm a good man. So. All right. That's good. <laughs> you're, this, you're this coach at this Christian school and you're spreading the love, David. I'm this spreading is good. the love. That's good. Okay. Let's hear it. What do you got? All right. The first thing we do is we break the court. Like there's a lot of people that do the one, two, three, four, five, six on the seams. Yep. We do the one, two, three, four with each uh, seam being a, the first number, one, two, three, or four. Like if you can imagine there's three passers over there. Yep. And then the second number is the tempo. First tempo, second tempo, or third tempo. First tempo needs to drive the passer all the way back to the end line or make them take it offline or make them take it overhand. I like those it. So rules. you give the specific results of those. Exactly. So if that's they cool. are, I give a result, but I usually give a result. So if we're, if we're serving and there's no passer, we say that first tempo one lands in the last five yes. to seven feet of the court. Yes. But I like yours better because yours are, hey, this is what the passer looks like when you serve a first exactly. tempo. I like that. That's, I got them stealing that. So I like this. So no wonder you got secrets. You do have secrets. <laughs> right. I got a couple. Okay, next. Uh, and we talked about this and, you know, you and I discussed this uh, off the pod, but like 
in high school volleyball, basically you can use the same tactic on so many teams. And that's just legitimately just serve the worst passers, right? Find the worst passer and just keep doing it. Now I say passers because eventually they're going to sub that person out if you're doing a good job and they're going to put someone arguably worse in, you know, so you can just keep bullying them. Except when you play us Davis, that's one of my secrets. What's that? We go to two or one person server seats. Yeah, I, we're going to go to say, one person server seats. Right. So, or they're going <laughs> to expose more court somehow. Right. right? And then we're going to expose more court. So, and that's, and that's could be a disadvantage potentially. It, it might not either. So, it, but I guess what I'm saying is if you do that, you force them to change. Yep. Good things happen. Right. So, serve the worst passer, be relentless about it, serve them tough, make a move. Number three, um, by far the most effective serve is a good two bouncer that in, second in tempo yes. oh yep if if you can make it look like you're serving fast and make it just go barely over the net and drop short maybe around 12 feet and kind of bounce twice in the court that is literally the most effective serve in my in my experience i love that one the, the cool thing about i don't know about your gym but our gym has the you know, the basketball court with a big, thick stripe that is kind of the out of bounds. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. So that on our court is about four feet behind the 10 foot line. So we have this delineated area on one side ah, of our court see, that's nice. between the 10 foot line and this big, thick red line. <laughs> and so we have a specific area we can uh, already target. Yep, already yeah. targeted. That's cool. Nice. Yes, that's Our awesome. Two bouncers. So I, I love that, sir. Um, four, can you pull the best hitter out of their approach line, right? Can you just make them not approach where they want to approach from? So give me an example of that. So if I, if their best uh, uh, hitter is an outside, Scripps does this all the time, by the way. Okay. <laughs> and Scripps uh, used to beat us with it all the time, and it makes a lot of sense. They would serve very deep to our front row outside. Right. And then make them go all the way back there. Yep. And then try to get an approach. Yep. And a lot of times the pass was difficult. Right? right. So we're playing one hitter with this really long, like 25 foot approach. You know? Right. And uh, it's just a smart tactic a lot of times. Yep. And especially if you can get the ball on, well, you might be getting into this later. Get it on her right, because yeah. if she gets into that, and that makes it even more even harder. Absolutely. Right? We think that left is a little better than right. I think most people believe that. Absolutely. Okay. So number five, and I don't know if Russ Rose really actually said this, but I heard that he said this and he calls him breaking the libero technique. And I did, I guess what I mean on the break, the libero is like, look, we talk about serving the outside. We talk about serving the worst passer, but if you can serve their best passer <laughs> off the court, they're done. They are done. So you need to be that good of a serving team that you can break the libero and now all of a sudden, who are they going to put in? Well, the interesting thing, Davis, I think there's times when the libero is not the best passer. Agreed. Agreed. And so the libero might be an outstanding defender, but we can serve receive. Yep. And maybe the coach can hide the libero in the jersey so you don't serve her. <laughs> I know. So right? the idea of testing the libero, I think, yes, is a good one. Absolutely. And hey, if you serve her three times and she nails three passes, you go, okay, well, maybe she's a good passer too. Right. But maybe they're, I mean, we've played teams where, yeah, they're switching jerseys between every set because mm -hmm. they don't have, they, but against other teams, they get away with it because people think they just obviously think that libero is their best pass. Right. And then the added benefit of being able to serve libero is most of the time she's in the middle of the court. Yep. So you don't have to do these high risk serves. You can literally just serve tough to the middle of the court. Um, 
serve the front row outside hitter. We, we kind of talked about this, but I believe this is a bit overused in my opinion, because everyone practices it for the most part, meaning like everyone just is practicing the front row outside hitter passing and preparing. Um, and it's generally a very good player. Like their outsides are generally some of the top players. So I just think it's a little bit overused, but that's just my take on it. Um, seven, can you tail the serve into their bad angle? Okay. Okay. We talked about this and this was a big Justin Condi shout out to Justin Condi from coast. He, he got me thinking about this a bunch and I think a lot of coaches know this, but it's just like, if you want them to take it on their right, can you make the ball go from the left to the right kind of floated across their body? So if I'm serving from area one, and I'm serving, let's say, into that uh, two seam to make the middle passer reach way right. Exactly right, okay. and they can like and it's going it away off. from them. It's going away from them. It's going from the good angle to the bad angle. Right, it's going away from them into their bad side, which is the right side. Exactly, I like it. So I like that one. Next, the cutter. A lot of people have been using this more now, and I love Ooh. it. So, like, why not? Everyone throws floaters, and that's like knuckleballs. Everyone does straight topspin. Why not do a curveball? And more people have been doing it. But if you can get that ball cutting, especially what we just talked about, it tailing and, you know, going into a seam, it's really tough. Well, you know my favorite You know my favorite seam. It's Tom Brady, right? Oh, okay. TB12. What's You know TB12? <laughs> no. So TB12 is, you know, Tom Brady's company. Okay. It's TB12. Okay. But the 12 serve is that second tempo serve in the one oh, seam yes, right there. Yes. I think that runs right into the setter in row one, <laughs> goes over the stack in row two, yes. and then has a behind the setter, of course, in row three. Right. Uh, so That's it's a great, it, you can't beat that uh, serve if you can get there. And if you can get there with I a little spin it. on it, a little side spin, drop it in. Ooh. That is Tom gnarly. Brady's yeah. gnarly. Oh, that gnarly. is so gnarly. Matty Yo <laughs> used to do that one a bunch. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, nine. I love this one. We use this all the time. The yo-yo. If you're if you can serve the different tempos, literally just mix it up and sometimes deep, sometimes short. We call that hitting them with the yo-yo, right? Like Don't it. let them get comfortable. You got a name for it? It's yeah. Cool. Okay. Ten. The clipper. We practice this every practice. Oh, I'm a clipper fan. You yes. know that. Okay. Los Angeles Clippers. We want to make sure that we're hitting the net with the serve and making it go over. The other thing I like about this is you get a lot of precision on your serve just by practicing it. Yep. You know, and so we're not going to be like Clipper on command right now. Or I don't know. Can you? What's that? Can you call Clipper to your team? Meaning like, would is anyone good enough that you're like, okay, let's go for the Clipper right now? Well, I think anytime somebody gets one of them and we see people get two in a row, it's pretty special. It is. Yeah. So we've had it happen. And but I had they, one or two kids that yeah. could literally do it on command. Yeah. They're right. pretty good. The, uh, the other thing about this, Davis, it's good is you learn to defend these two. Yes. Because a lot of people think, oh, it's a clipper. It's an ace. No. Setter's got to get it. Middle's got to get it. We yes. don't let the Clippers drop. Lay out. Yep. You know, yeah, I love yep. that. That's a great point. Okay, stat their serve receive. A lot of times we think they're the worst passer, and actually they're doing a little better, right? So stat their serve receive during the matches because we might be wrong, okay? Because uh, looks can be deceived. Looks can be deceived. Because I'm famous for going, oh, that kid's got really good passing technique. We don't want to serve her. Right. And then this other kid has horrible passing technique. But it just goes. And then DJ shows me the stats and goes, hey, stupid she's the best passer over there <laughs> oh sorry right yeah exactly because we might be wrong right and then think risk reward 
Like you might get more aces going that 41 like sideline serve. You might get more aces, but you're probably going to miss more too. So you just need to be aware of that and, and do different like, stuff. I don't like missing serves, Davis. I know. I, I've decided that I don't like missing serves. It's a fan. big revelation for me in my, <laughs> my coaching career. I like that 31, <laughs> the 21. I like yep. the idea of them. Yep. You know, working in the seam, working on. Don't the, play with the sidelines. Yes. I tell them that all the time. Don't. You're playing with sidelines. Yes. Uh, Thirteen. Relentless tough serving. They might pass you for a while. Yep. But if you stay with it, they're gonna. You're gonna get them. Fourteen. Variety of location, of tempo, of origin point. I like the idea of having different servers across the end line, left, middle, right. I do um, too, but a lot of kids are like, "This is my little home, and I'm not going to leave it." You know, it's and funny. then they have to run so far to their base too. Yeah. So no, I, and I try to push for that. And then I also like different serving styles across my servers. So we're not just going to all be jump floaters. You know, yep. I like the idea of someone's a short server, someone's a you know deep float, someone's you know I don't know. And then um, understanding the goals. Do we need an ace from you? Like you're a go for it kind of guy, Todd. You just get the bomb away. Oh, you know? nice. I like um, and if you miss, who cares? But okay. if uh, if I serve after you and I got sort of a less heat, you know, then you, I'm going to be more of a stable server and I'm going to make them pass it. Can you understand your role as a server? So that's a bunch of stuff to think about. There you have it. Good stuff. Well, I we're skipping videos today because my uh, uh, – you know, my coaching language isn't really a video type of right. uh, presentation. So we're going to skip videos, which takes us to back to you. Yes, for the resource. resource. And the resource is um, a little bit of self-promotion, but I honestly think it's a great. Well, I did it last week, right? I right. did the, I gave my quote book out last week. So what do you have That's for right. us? Perfect. So it's uh, from the Volley Nerd Podcast. This is my first project, the Volley Nerd Podcast. It, that was before we started dating, David. <laughs> <laughs> That's before the volley podcast. Yeah, right. sure. And this is more of a longer form podcast. It's an hour and a half, but it's a really great discussion from one of the top coach, club coaches in the country. We've had him on the pod, Louis Quatak. He talks about culture and building culture and building a competitive culture and some things that you can do. I think it's a great list. It's a great one. I've, I, that's a, one of my favorites. Good stuff. Absolutely. So once again, great episode. Please check us out on Instagram at AOC.TheVolleyPod and on Twitter at TheVolleyPod. And uh, thanks a lot, Todd. Good job, Davis. Bye-bye.